Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. I am your host, Leanne DeSanto, and we are so honored to have you with us today. Now, today's guest has a very fascinating story. Her name is Sammy Wonder, and she actually left her career as an economist to retrain as a dating and relationship coach, uh, helping women find love. That's what she's passionate about, and she was inspired by her own experience of dating after turning her disastrous love life into a success and marrying the man of her dreams. She now was an internationally recognized dating and relationship expert who specializes in working with high achieving women leaders and entrepreneurs to attract their dream man and create a deeply intimate and deeply connected relationship. She has celebrities all over the world that she works with as well as CEOs and influencers. So enjoy this episode with Sammy Wonder. Hello, Sammy, and welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me here. Absolutely, absolutely. We're so excited to have our conversation today with you. And we always like to start by having our guests share with our audience who you are, what you do, and the journey that led you here today. Oh, awesome. Okay, so as you all probably know by now, my name is Sammy Wenda. I am an internationally recognized dating and relationship expert. And my gift and my forte on this planet is to help really successful, really ambitious women um, attract the relationship of their dreams. Nice, beautiful. That's what I do. Oh, yeah, that's, that's and my journey into building my current company, um, we're now a seven-figure business in three years, and the journey has been nothing but phenomenal. You know, it's all about, it's, it's been me ditching my degree in economics and public policy and deciding to become a love coach and my Indian family uh, background, uh, my relatives just going, what, become what, become what? <laughs> What's a love coach? Because um, there was all this pressure to become a banker and to, you know, I was previously working as a consultant um, in the international development sector. And I think my journey, I, it's, it's a journey of career transition. It's a journey of living my gift in the world. It's a journey of um, having personal struggles as a woman um, with men. And then just reaching out for solutions and, you know, trying to understand why in spite of being an intelligent, good-looking, sensitive woman, is was it so hard for me to just attract a wonderful man in my life? So that's, that's how the journey started um, eight years ago. It was first my own personal transformation. I met my husband, um, got married. And then over the over two three year over a two three year period, I saw that it wasn't just me who was struggling in her love life, but it was so many other amazing women, my friends, you know, my my master's degree cohort at the university, um, my colleagues at my international development um, workplace. They were all struggling, and they all had questions. And somehow, because I had, you know, done all this work on myself and, you know, cracked the code, so to speak, <laughs> I just 
just started informally coaching hmm. and at some that. point I felt like oh you know you could actually help way more people if you started doing it formally right right, right. so a lot of things came together for me in terms of personal professional and I took the brave step and I decided to say goodbye to my master's degrees and get certified as a relationship expert and this is my moment of pride I get to be <laughs> proud of it women get to be proud mm-hmm. we get to be proud of ourselves we have over 148 clients currently in the last three and a half years who've attracted their happily ever afters by doing what we say the wonder work and over 200 happy committed relationships so we're really really bringing more love in the world which is what i live for and which is our mission and there's just nothing like i'm i feel so blessed i feel so blessed that i followed my heart that i had the courage to practice my gift to digest to put aside conventional career wisdom mm-hmm. and to become an entrepreneur and to create a seven-figure company that is now reaching 30, 30 countries, serving over 65,000 women currently and uh, so many happy clients, honeymoons, babies, wedding rings. Uh, I love Yay. it. Yay. You get to really see the that exciting journey. That's wonderful. I mean, I have so many questions. Okay. So you said crack the code. So let's talk a little bit about that as a career woman, smart, beautiful, you know, male dominated world, culture stuff. Like let's, let's talk a little bit about that because I know a lot of our audience is probably in that same position. Absolutely. So um, what I teach my clients today, I mean, just a few years ago, I when I started re- reading about relationships and why man after man, you know, they like me, they come on strong at the start and then they fizzle out and nothing really develops. And without blaming myself, because we are all products of a, you know, we are all products of the feminist generation and we should be proud of it, right? Like I wouldn't be running a seven-figure company if there was no feminism thanks to our grannies and four grannies, mm-hmm. right? But we are also products of a generation where, you know, we were taught as little girls never to rely on a man, never to ask for help, never to trust a man. You know, if you can do it, you might as well do it yourself, mm-hmm. pay for yourself. So there's this, um, there's this overstretched independence at some level mm-hmm. that that damages that sense of partnership mm. that comes with romance right? right so what i found was that in my case and it may not be true for everyone but i do believe it is the curse of the modern successful woman who has intelligence and who has intellect that we're way more in touch with our masculine energy than yeah. we are in touch with our feminine energy absolutely Right. So this is not a sexist thing. It's Mm -hmm. not that, you know, I'm I'm, I'm sitting here teaching my clients how to be a good wife and how to cook food for your husband and iron his clothes. That's not what we're talking about. That's not the kind of wife I am. And that's not the kind of wives my clients are. But what we are talking about is you are at some level living out of balance. Mm -hmm. And when we say you're living out of balance, it means you're overusing one energy source and under using another energy source. And mm. both of these are inside of you. Yeah. Love right? That. Yeah, absolutely. Just like, just like in a man, he also has his masculine and he has his feminine. 
And men who are alpha males, they cannot connect with your feelings because they're just not in touch with their feminine side, right? So a, a balanced man is way more in touch with his masculine, but is also in touch with his feminine. Right, right. And a balanced woman, a wonder diva, as we like to call it, uh, is very much in touch with her masculine because that's how she pays the bills. That's how she puts food on the table. That's how she gets shit done. But she's also way more in touch with her feminine energy, her feminine side. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit because I think sometimes when people hear feminine energy or feminine side, again, we think, you know... The little woman barefoot and pregnant at home, right? Yeah, it's 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 that the actions of what is traditionally feminine, but that's not what you mean by feminine energy, right? Not at all. Mm. I mean, as I said, I think um, I live and embody what I teach. This is the most important thing for my clients that when they see me, they they see that I have a master's degree, I run a seven figure company, I am a CEO, I manage a team. And I am a mother and I am soft with my husband. Mm. I can receive help. I can receive gifts. I can let my man pull out his wallet and pay for me, even though I make 15 times of what he makes, given the nature of what I do. Right? Yeah. So it's an energy. Mm. It's an energy. You can be strong. You can be empowered. You can be successful. And you can still be embodying your feminine energy. Now, let's let's make this more practical. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that side of you that is connected more with your body than with your mind. Mm. Masculine is mind. Feminine is body. That means you're much more in excess of your feeling states. Right. Versus your mind, your thoughts, your opinion states. They are valuable. This right. is not to say we put something aside and just, you know, become this. Right. This is to activate that other side as well, which is already there inside of you. Mm-hmm. Right? So right. if you're very, like, if you're a proactive giver, you love to give, you love to do things. Mm-hmm. That's masculine. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's just masculine energy. And in your love life, if you want a masculine man, which means a man who likes to give to you and do things for you and bring you flowers and gives you plans dates, which is what most women want. Even if they're successful and they have money, they want a man who is proactive and they want a man who can do things for them. Then you want to embrace more of your feminine energy because that is what it is the polarity of opposite energies Mm. that creates sexual tension. So when women are using a lot of their giving, doing masculine in in romantic relationships, not only are they exhausted, tired, resentful, I call it project love struggle. You know, (laughs) I give it work. I do, 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 do it work. And then I come home and I do, 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 do at home. And I'm just so exhausted. Like who gives to me? Who nurtures me? Who turns to me and says, you're a goddess. Let me give you a massage, right, right? right? So what we teach our clients is how to activate this feminine energy and also to always stay in touch with their empowered masculine side. Mm. And when you said that, uh, you know, when you think of the word feminine, immediately there is this wall that goes up. I know this because I work with very successful women. In fact, before um, my interview was published on Forbes magazine and you know, some of the big publications, we we had to face a lot of rejection. Be, women 
did not want to hear about feminine energy because there is a stereotype image that comes in your head. Oh, it's all about do what the man says, stay at home, cook his food. Mm. He's the provider and the giver and you're the good girl. And this is, this is completely wrong information because when you are in your feminine and you are receiving and you're soft and you're inviting, you've got to have boundaries. You've got right. to have boundaries. You've got to be able to speak your truth. You've right. got to be able to say no, right? So right. people just have that doormat stereotype of the feminine energy, but right. that's wounded feminine energy. Empowered feminine energy can receive, can trust, can surrender, mm. and she has a mouth and she speaks and she looks after herself. Yeah, I love that distinction. Yeah, that's really powerful because I think a lot of people... Yeah, when they think feminine, they think weakness, yeah. right? And then it just ends up being in that no, or same with the, you know, from men to share their feminine side. Again, they think it's weakness. Vulnerability is weakness. I can't show that. It's got to be strong. And as women, you know, it's, it's. I think sometimes feminism can can hurt us because people misunderstand it. And then it's like, no, I'm independent. I can open my own doors and I can make my own money and I can do all that. But then they lose that that just that's so powerful side of their feminine energy absolutely i always tell my clients you can do everything but you allow a man to do something for you right right you're giving the privilege you can open your doors and drive your cars and pay your bills of course you can (laughs) you have two hands two legs a brain of course you can it's not a matter of proving you can do it it's a matter still allowing that space in your life for someone else to do it for you that's the art yeah right? that is that's, the art that's so attractive and it's so missing it's right. so missing because we are so in touch with just one side of ourselves which is doing 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 action doing right right and and it's almost like we we get um there's a bit of that uh um busyness, right, is an addiction, right? We need to be busy. We always need to be doing something. And, and we're almost embarrassed to admit if we're not, you know? So it's, yeah, and that yeah. goes into that part where we don't just allow and just surrender. And, and like you said, be able to be um, the man that wants to be needed, right? He wants to be needed. He wants to be able to serve and do great things. But then sometimes we shut it down and then he's going to maybe stop trying too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not just stop trying. I think it, it, it hinders a deeper connection from developing. Right, right. Right, so yeah. many relationships will collapse very early on or if the woman takes on the role gradually, so what happens sometimes is women come to us, they learn how to lean back, relax, be in their feminine and then when they have the guy, then they, then the old, comes, <laughs> old habits come back again, right? Right. And then Six months later, they come back, they say, he said that you've changed, you're not the same woman anymore, you're always unhappy, you're always complaining, you're never happy with what I do. So this can, you know, come in at any point, marriage, late marriage, we can just revert to our old ways. Absolutely, right? absolutely. It's, and it's, it's, everything starts with that awareness of, yeah, where you're at and when that starts creeping back in, because sometimes that's a default, right? We'll go back to that and, and then we sabotage ourselves, right? We sabotage that beautiful relationship sometimes too. So how do you, um, if there's any kind of strategy or, or something that you can share with our audience as to, you know, when you either see that happening or, 
or, you know, what are some ways that you can kind of move into that feminine energy a little bit more? Ah, that's a great question. And um, honestly, it's, um, it's a tricky one because I think at first, at the first level, you have to recognize that you are in masculine overdrive. What does that look like? What does masculine overdrive look like? Look like it looks like I've got to have everything my way. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that let's start with that. What what it looks like? Because a lot of the times we associate love with if a man loves us, he will do exactly what we want him to do. Mm-hmm. Now that's not love. That's control. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. That's control, right? Absolutely. So. Love is when a man has the freedom to do something for you and he does it out of his own choice. Mm. That's powerful. That is powerful. That's what queens receive from Mm. their kings because their kings choose to give to them. Their kings are not badgered, poked, nagged, complained, (laughs) criticized into into giving to them, right? Mm. And so this is the first thing, you know, I think... I mean, my programs and there's so much I could talk about here, but I'm just trying to give you one thing that, you know, people can start to catch, work, women can start to work with, mm-hmm. which is, you know, am I, am I giving this man the freedom to love me? Mm. Or am I making this man make, making this man love me the way I want him to love me? And then nothing else lands as love. Love then just becomes how I see love, which mm-hmm. is a very controlled form of love, right? Mm-hmm. He may want to bring you a necklace, but you only want a ring. And when there is a necklace, it's not making you happy because it's not like, it's not what you wanted. That's not how you feel loved, right? right? So is it control? Are we controlling our men? And calling that love, like if he loves me, he's going to do what I want him to do. That's not love, that's control. And men resent that. Men resent that. So one of my tools that I teach in a rather self-study elementary program is, you know, when this feeling arises of control, like I'm not my way. Let's, I mean, <laughs> I've also been there. I'm a wife too, right? Sure, like, it's sure. Not like I'm sitting here preaching like Mother Teresa. <laughs> um, I know the feelings. I right. know the urges. I sure. know what it feels like. It's powerful, right? Like you just want to tell him what to do and then he can do exactly what you want. And sure. Then everyone's going to be happy. So what I tell women is to like imagine like holding on to their men in these fists really hard. Mm. right and then pressing these fists internally inside till it starts to hurt that's how we control right (laughs) Right. do this do that talk like this talk like that wear this wear that (laughs) micromanage everything (laughs) right right and it starts to hurt and meanwhile if you have sand inside which is your man the harder you hold the faster it slips Mm. Yeah. And you try even harder to hold. You're like, we've not been on a date for one week. Let me make a date plan. We've not been on a holiday. Let me go arrange a holiday. And you're trying so hard to control him, his love, the relationship. And you will see that the sand just keeps slipping faster and faster and faster. Mm. And this can be so scary for so many of us to see. Right. And the more we feel afraid, 
the more, the harder we control. Right. Yeah? So what we teach our clients, what I am teaching my clients is one, two, three. <sighs> let go. Let surrender. Go. Mm. Stop the managing. Stop the doing. Just be. Right. Just be. And you will see how beautifully the sand now sits there mm. without you having to manage anything or do anything or make anything happen. Right. Right? That's you can beautiful. also imagine if it helps you to, you can envision the energy of control leaving your palms, like mm. a, you know, like a red energy just leaving your palms mm -hmm. and leaving your body through your palms. That's so beautiful. that's just one example of how, you know, when we are in our masculine, we can recognize it and we can, we can choose to be another way. And it can be scary. It's a muscle that you build over time, because if you've always been in control, doing this will completely throw you off the loop. You'll yep. be like, oh, <laughs> what? What? nothing. And right. he just stays. And that's the beauty of it. Yes, he just stays. Yes, he just stays. In fact, he goes away when you do all of those things right. that you are trained to do to keep a man. Right. But men just stay there when you just be a woman. Yeah. Wow, that's gorgeous. I love that. Thank you for sharing that because I think it is... Yeah, it's just interesting how the dynamics have shifted and and I think everybody is into this control too because sometimes we're trying to find that that um safety like if everything if I, if I control everything i'm safe right but actually it does the opposite and right. control is an illusion we are not in control <laughs> right exactly exactly well that's beautiful i love that that i think that's so so helpful and and to, for for men and women to see feminine energy as a very positive nurturing beautiful place to live you know and and we're gonna wear both hats for sure but it's, it's, yeah, but it's being able to get more comfortable there. So, um, I, I love absolutely, that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I have received emails from my clients, husbands thanking me right. um, for supporting their wives and girlfriends. So, um, men love a woman in her feminine energy. Yeah, you know, absolutely. some of them were afraid of their husbands finding out that they've worked with a love expert. And their husbands were actually grateful that they did. <laughs> yeah, I love that. See, there you go. <laughs> I love it. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Um, well, I'm just getting a little crazy here on my uh, Zoom. Let me move that over. Um, let me, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that because I think this is a really, I know we, it can be a very lengthy conversation. There's a lot more to share, but I do want to um, have my audience just kind of know where to find you, where they can get some more of this information because I think it's so, so valuable. Well, you can find me on my website, sammywunder.com. You just have to spell wunder correctly, correctly <laughs> because it's not wonder, it's wunder. So it's S-A-M-I-W-U-N-D-E-R. SammyWonder.com. Great. And we'll have that in our show notes as well. So, um, okay, before we uh, we kind of wrap up, I want to ask you a couple of our power questions. Um, first one is, is there any book that had a massive impact on you? Well, there are so many, but I would say the one that still till today stands out for me, not just in my practice, but also for my married life, for me personally, is Trusting You Are Loved mm. by Louis Epstein. 
And I believe that book was such a game changer for my inner world because it reminded me that we are always loved. Mm. And just having that reminder we are always loved gave me the strength to go through any argument or any difficult conversation with my husband because I just always felt loved. And that trigger of not being loved does not exist in our marriage. Nice. So we can get through anything and we can talk through anything and we can overcome anything because we always trust we are loved. Beautiful, beautiful. How about a quote that you live by? That would be um, Steve Jobs. Uh, stay hungry, stay foolish. That's me. Mm. I, you know, I'm always curious. I'm always learning new techniques to, you know, support my clients even, even better, even at a higher level, um, have more, you know, have a bigger impact and, uh, stay foolish. There's always something you don't know. So, you know, right. Right. It's like being that lifelong learner, right? There's always something else. (laughs) Love that. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. How about, um, um, if you could leave the world with one final message, like one golden nugget, what would it be? On your deathbed, you're not going to think about signing those client deals, having more money in the bank account, um, having um, that promotion at work. You're gonna want to be loved and to know that you're loved. So don't neglect your love life. Mm, beautiful. I love that. And that's, that's wonderful. Um, okay. So as you know, we're called Rise Up For You. So when you hear that, that term, Rise Up For You, what does it mean to you? Firstly, I think it's so beautiful. Rise Up For You. I, I just love, um, I, I just love the feeling and the foundation of um, Rise Up For You. And for me, rise up for you means that I owe it to myself to shine my light in the world. Mm. Whatever that looks like, you know, I may have gifts, I may have um, an art, um, an art form that I want to express, I may want to, you know, do charity, whatever it is, I owe it to myself to get up and shine and share myself with the world. That's what it means for me to rise up for you. Nice. I love that. Beautiful. Well, I can't thank you enough for being on our podcast today and sharing your beautiful wisdom. And I know our audience really took a lot away from this conversation and, uh, and we'll have all the information in our show notes as well. And again, just thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. So fun connecting. Absolutely. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us today on the Rise Up For You podcast series. We're here to serve you and inspire you to become your best self so that you can live a life that you are proud of. If you haven't already, head over to our website, riseupforyou.com and explore through all that we have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe while you're there for exclusive materials sent to you weekly and also subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and any other major podcast channel. Join us for our next episode, but until we meet again, rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, 
and prepare for a greater you tomorrow.